Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the best of PJN's science and technology interviews. You're invited to join us to listen to select researchers and scientists share their rarely discussed rediscoveries in science and technology. The time is now to come forward in our brains and process discoveries that can now be applied to assist us to master the days, months, and years ahead. So sit back and let your mind soar while your brain processes the best science news from our past that is very relevant to our lives today. Enjoy the best of TJN. How are you? And it is so wonderful to be back with you. Oh, my goodness, so many things have happened in my life, and I'm sure the same with you. So as usual, we have a cascade of information that we're going to share with you about many, many things. Oh, boy, so much has gone on. And uh, I'm just envisioning that you're staying on top of everything. As you know, I talk about the different surfaces of the brain and it's important that you really develop that bird brain of yours, the third circuit when you're comfortable in getting information and being able to see the bigger picture and process it appropriately. So without further ado, I'm going to let the sponsor speak to you, and let's get started. I'll be right back. Humanity is experiencing a vast variety of disorders, HIV, Zika virus, Ebola, hypertension, meningitis, STD, Alzheimer's, and many others. These disorders are the results of not knowing how to live within and navigate the human body. Most of us have learned how to drive a car, but have yet to learn how to care for and navigate our bodies. Enroll into the Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living to learn how to navigate and maintain a disease-free body. Visit us at www.juis.education or visit us on Facebook. Well, greetings, and I'm glad to see all of you there in our chat room. So, boy, everybody's been so used to listening to me on the archives. You forgot that I still love coming to the radio live and seeing what you're chatting about. So come and join me. Now, don't forget our number to call in, Science News. Oh, my goodness. There is so much information going on as far as the science news goes. Now, of course, there's a whole cascade of information regarding Ebola. And for those of you who are on our regular mailing list and who are part of the balancing programs, of course, keep you updated with all of the latest uh, CDC and World Health recommendations. But there's a lot of information that most people still don't have about Ebola, and coming up, especially in the Atlanta area, we'll be just giving a literally a citizen's um, forum on Ebola for the general public to recognize that there's a lot that they can do hygienically 
to support themselves in maintaining a strong immune system so that the chances of the capacity to subject oneself to viruses in general, bacteria, fungi, is significantly decreased. So there's a way of life for everything, and to stay healthy, there's a way of life, and there's no one or two or three particular organisms that can jeopardize your health if you have been taking care of your body in a most appropriate hygienic manner. So I'm surprised to see, I'm looking at one scientific magazine here, and they're talking about advances, and one of the things that they're discussing is Earth's impending magnetic field. Well, well. For those of us who have been following real time, T equals A, I recognize that there was a calendar that was left for us over 6,000 years ago that keeps us up to date not only with what is happening on Earth but also in our solar system and in our sector of the galaxy. And, of course, on Earth we knew that the Earth's magnetic poles were shifting. Now, this shift occurs by the Mayan calendar every 6,000 years without question. This article talks about the fact that the last time they, as scientists, geologists, were able to record, happened approximately 780,000 years ago. Now, if you divide that by 6,000, you'll know how many pole shifts have occurred and whoever is writing this article failed to be able to identify the evidence to prove such. The planet Earth in our sector of the galaxy, known as Valotropa, changes its north and south pole every 6,000 years. And we are at the height, the zenith of a pole shift right now. For those of you who've been very much in your bird circuit, you recognize, oh, my goodness, lava is literally flowing down from the volcanoes in the most western aspect of the United States, Hawaii, and it looks like the blob. As many of you remember from in the 50s, that movie, The Blob, it looks like the blob, and it's just burning everything in sight. These volcanoes, and many of them are erupting around planet Earth at this time, are ignited because the pole shift is in action. It's occurring, and you are living through it. You're a very special being because you are actually living through a pole shift. Obviously, the last one that happened 6,000 years ago, there are very few people here that can give us the heads up on what all the details of that was about. But this pole shift is going to be quite different because there are going to be even more people who are going to be able to describe to us what happened. That's in flesh as well as the records, the archives that are being recorded for our future. So it won't be so mystical, and most of all, it won't be so overlooked and ignored as it is at this point in time. Pay attention, wake up, we are going through a pole shift, and I don't want you to confuse that with, quote, climate warming. 
this climate warming campaign has been put before you for many reasons. And, of course, the temperature of the earth is going up because the poles are shifting. So many areas are becoming quite warm, warmer than usual. Many areas on planet Earth are becoming cooler, cooler than usual. Wouldn't that happen if the North and South Pole were switching their positions? Of course. So I do want you to understand that there are forces far greater than those that in the ignorance of humanity have been created and are going through a transformation that literally outweighs what we have done in our ignorance of the misuse of fossil fuels and the misuse of uh, removing trees from the earth, the misuse of just dumping anything in the water. Uh, that has played a profound role as far as our health goes specifically, but the incredible phenomena that you're seeing, the earth sinking, the incredible tides of water, the lava flows of the earthquakes, all are due to a pole shift in place. So please pay attention. Please make sure that you monitor the natural occurrences, what appears to be the natural occurrences on the planet. Pay attention to the land masses because they are changing. The Mississippi River widening by 33%. We've been very negligent and we have not shown a very astute posture with such a sacred element such as water. Now we're finding out that 33% of the fresh water sources in North America have become contaminated. You know those bodies of water as the Great Lakes. So we've had two main algae blooms that have literally poisoned the waters to the extent that over 500,000 people in Wisconsin, Ohio, et cetera, were not able to drink the water that came from the Great Lakes because the algae now are growing in astronomical numbers and their metabolic processes poison the water when their population is so high. We set the tone for that and we will probably have many more. So value your water. Make sure you drink the appropriate amount of water. Don't waste your water. And know that it is the 6,000-year pole shift you are experiencing that is the real energy behind what is happening on planet Earth, and pay attention to your thoughts because as these poles are shifting, all of the grid energy surrounding planet Earth and the Van Allen belts, et cetera, are shifting, and you want to make sure you're not contributing any resisting or opposing thought forms that would inhibit or deter the easy flow of the life force through your body, through your environment, through your community, through your city, your state, your continent. Because by doing so, you will augment and enhance the turbulence of the land masses and the elements as they shift. Now, I want you to pay close attention to me as I move from this article here. People are still ignoring the fact that your thoughts control the weather. 
if everybody was definitely at peace and willing to align themselves with the order of the universe, recognizing that we are all entangled, recognizing that all life forms originate from the same source, that we are all thriving because we are all imbued with the same universal energy, this pole shift would be so easy, it would be a wonderful thing to experience. Look at the tens of millions of people who are suffering and who have suffered as this shifting has occurred because of their thoughts, the turbulence, the resistance. Oh, my goodness, it's going to be some interesting phenomena happening here in Eastern Africa. Eastern Africa, Africa, most people are still calling it the Middle East. The Middle East of what? It is East Africa. See, this is part of the problem. It is East Africa. Iraq is in Africa. Iran is in Africa. Yemen is in Africa. All these countries are in Africa. And their willingness to continuously segment themselves in consciousness away from the mother continent has contributed intensely to their present state of existence. It's just amazing when I think about it, and I want to respect all religions. However, when I, as a gynecologist, have continuously delivered children, male and female, all of which have come through the vaginal vault, the uterus and through the vagina, how in the world can any man or any woman disrespect the source through which they've come, their body has come, which is the woman. So any organization, any type of philosophy that would first of all cause one to be violent, disrespectful, to feel as though they have a superior right over their gateway has a mental impairment in perception, totally ignoring the order of things that occurs billions of times. That's how all the people on the planet, they got here basically the same way, through a vaginal vault, and reducing that in any way in your consciousness when it has allowed you to have a body, to be able to walk around, et cetera, is really an altered state of consciousness that definitely is contributing to much of the turbulence on the planet, especially on the eastern aspect of Africa. Women can't learn how to read and communicate with their own offspring just because they have a vagina. That is totally illogical. And there should not be any written doctrine in any form that would want the source and the gateway to all of humanity to be massively ignorant. Amazing. So, you know, it just doesn't take a lot of neurons to figure this out. However, it appears as though the eastern aspect of Africa is suffering with a neurologic deficit that doesn't allow them to see the logical order of things the natural order of things, and to respect that. This goes also for Eastern China. Many of these countries are definitely confused about self-respect and definitely respect of the gateway. So I bring to you this information about the pole shift because 
the truth are coming out as the polar energies have radiated continuously and uh, consistently for the last 6,000 years, we're going through a shake-up. And all of that that was artistically buried, all of the knowledge and the wisdom and the truth that were repressed and the consciousness of humans was literally seduced to look away from the obvious, their heads now are being turned back to the blatant truth as to how things really are. And this is one of the great things about a pole shift. That that has not been in alignment with the order of things will be revealed, become very, very obvious as we shift back into the new order of things relative to our solar system as well as our portion of the galaxy. So this is a pole shift you are experiencing. The magnetic poles are shifting north to the south, south to the north. This is beyond climate warming. Pay attention, pay attention. The information is available to you. Search for the truth in all things. I'll be right back, and let's talk about the vitamin of the week. You're listening to The Jewel Network, justifiably enchanted with enlightened living, on the web at www.thejewelnetwork.net. With such a vast amount of research and medical investigation directed toward vitamins and minerals, it seems almost impossible to know what vitamins you need to take and what effect they'll have on your body. But not any longer. With my new book, Vitamins and Minerals from A to Z with Ethnoconsciousness, you will discover the true value and effect that each major vitamin and mineral will have on your body, mind, and overall health, and how to use vitamins and minerals to transform your health and daily life. To get my new book, Vitamins and Minerals from A to Z with Ethnoconsciousness, please visit thejewelnetwork.net Well, I'm excited about that balancing program. Oh boy. So many wonderful things are happening. But now let's take a look at things. I've been listening to a lot of individuals complaining about certain experiences that they're having. And, uh, again, the food is very interesting. And I do envision that our superior nurses on Hygiene for Humanity will actually do some episodes on what is food and what isn't. There's a lot of people that are really confused about that, and it's causing some problems. Now, one of the vitamins that I want to talk to you about is a very common, simple vitamin that most of us should be aware of. Do you remember the vitamin thiamine? T-H-I-A-M-I-N-E. And thiamine used to be one of the vitamins that, da-da-da-da, wonder bread. 
used to be an added component of, you know, during that time. Wonder Bread, I don't think, exists anymore. It was the uh, white bread. The flour was bleached. But they added fine into it, and they used to advertise that. I think that probably the old series of Superman, uh, Wonder Bread was one of the sponsors, and it was the only loaf of bread that you could always tell in the store because it had the yellow, the blue, and the red circles on it that looked like balloons. Yeah, so therefore... Wonder Bread was very easy to remember, and most of us learned about our vitamins, at least about thiamine, because it was always stated in the commercials it was fortified with thiamine. And why was thiamine so important? Well, there's a whole history about thiamine. There's been a lot of problems in humanity and also in the United States because of the deficiency of such. But I do want you to be aware of it. It's a cute little vitamin, too. It is one of the B vitamins in the B complex of vitamins, and it is responsible for a few things, but most of all, it gets the circulation moving. And what else does it do? It increases the production of hydrochloric acid. Now, they don't talk much about hydrochloric acid anymore, but they do talk about GERD gastric distress disorder. You see these commercials where people are standing there fighting the hamburger and the chicken wing hits the woman in the face and she's trying to eat it. What that commercial is telling you is that these foods that are high in protein give people stomach or gas, heartburn, gastric distress. And the distress comes because they are not able to produce enough hydrochloric acid. The stomach produces hydrochloric acid. The inside of the stomach, the lining, the mucosa, has wonderful little cells that produces hydrochloric acid. This hydrochloric acid is necessary to begin the initiation of the breakdown of proteins into its boxcar component, just like a train, into its amino acid construction. Just like a train. I want you to really get this image now. A train, a long freight train. You're sitting there at the gate while the train is passing you. I want you to transform that freight train into a protein. It is passing you by. That is how literally a protein is constructed. It is constructed of little components or boxcars or, as we call them, components or compounds known as amino acids. So whether you're eating chicken or whether you're eating a bean or whether you're eating beef or you're eating soy, the proteins in that food are put together by linking amino acids to each other. The body cannot use a long protein. It cannot absorb it. It's too big to go across the membrane in the digestive tract into the bloodstream. So it has to be broken down into its smaller building blocks, which are amino acids. The first line of disconnection 
or the breakdown of protein happens in the stomach with hydrochloric acid. The stomach mucosa, weak, sick, deficient in thymine, will not produce enough hydrochloric acid so that your proteins can be broken down into their basic constituents known as amino acids. And so what happens? The bacteria in the digestive tract, because that's off correlation, you don't produce enough hydrochloric acid, you're going to have a plethora of bacteria organisms growing in the stomach. Why? Because they're eating all the foods that can't be broken down, especially the protein, because you're not able to produce enough hydrochloric acid because you're not able to consume adequate amounts of thymine. So therefore, you have all of this bacteria sitting there having a party, eating hors d'oeuvres of all kinds of proteins because the hydrochloric acid, not present, can't break it down. And so what do the bacteria do? You all forget. Bacteria are living organisms just like you. They urinate and they defecate. Bacteria urinate and defecate. Bacteria urinate and defecate just like you. So where does the waste go? The waste goes right into your stomach. And all of those toxins from the bacteria, its waste, its urine, its feces, causes indigestion. And wouldn't you think so? So it causes indigestion. The gas, you know, bacteria do pass flatus. We call it flatus, okay? You may call it farting. The process is the same. The release of gaseous waste from the body. The bacteria do that. So their urine, their flatus, their feces in your stomach eventually builds up. And the stomach blows up like a balloon. You have all kind of gas. Don't think that the feces isn't irritating. It is. Don't think that the urine isn't acidic. It is. And guess what? You get heartburn. Now, many of you have been under the illusion that you're secreting too much hydrochloric acid. That's rare now. Most people are so stressed out, your diets are so deficient, normally in thymine, that's the problem. You're not secreting enough hydrochloric acid. The reason why your stomach is burning is because of all the urine, all of the feces from the large population of bacteria that are munching on the proteins that you're not able to degrade and to decompose constructively so that as the food moves into the next compartment for digestion, the duodenum, and then finally into the small intestine where more digestive enzymes are added and then finally absorption in the lower level of the small intestine where you then obtain your proteins, you're suffering from malabsorption syndrome, maldigestion syndrome, and you're asked to take medications that do what? They don't replace or give you supplemental thymine, and they definitely are not diminishing the amount of bacteria that's in your gut. So, 
you need thiamine to produce that hydrochloric acid so that you can absorb the amino acids to sustain your own muscle mass to allow your hormonal system to continue to exist and function properly in the body. There's so many reactions that are necessary for the amino acids to be absorbed by the body. The blood also is weakened because of this. Now, it's very interesting. Fatigue, also the prevention and the treatment of cataracts. How many optometrists and ophthalmologists are recommending thymine along with the fact that they see their patients that have cataracts? So I'm not at all inferring that taking thymine may inhibit the need for surgical intervention depending upon the degree of cataract formation, but definitely we have documented for a very long time that cataract formation definitely indicates thymine deficiency. So it should be no problem that a natural vitamin, thymine, should be recommended when these diagnoses are made. It's not happening. Now, the metabolism of carbohydrates, fats, and proteins also need thymine. And when the thymine is given and used with vitamin A, it maintains and improves the entire mucous membrane of the digestive tract. Now, one of the things that is so interesting about thymine, as you know, which is... uh, vitamin B1, it obviously has to be important for muscle tone. You have people working in the gym and they're working out, working out, and oh my goodness, they're not happy with the amount of weight that they're pushing every day, but yet still the muscles are not taut like they would desire. They're not checking out their sources for thymine. Also, it is important to recognize that the skin becomes an issue. And I thought this was very interesting. When proteins are not completely broken down, they are really shoved into the trash can of the body, the lymphatic system, along with incomplete digestive fats. And when excessive amounts of fat and protein enter into the lymphatic system, If you're not aggressively moving that lymph through the body, it will stagnate, and wherever it stagnates, eventually you will have mole formation. Yes, you will have seborrhea dermatitis occur on the skin. And many people have all these little moles all over their face and all their neck, down their back, etc., and they get bigger and bigger over time because the lymphatics is dumping all of that excess protein, all of those incomplete digestive fats out through the skin. The lymphatics runs right on top of the muscle, right uh, under the skin, through the fat, and that's where it dumps it. And it comes out very unattractively as blotches on the skin. So... Another side effect of lack of thymine because of all the bacteria in the digestive tract, in the upper intestines, it definitely creates bad breath, halitosis. So, therefore, it's very important to recognize that not just brushing the teeth, not just gargling with mouthwash, 
is the solution to chronic halitosis. Thiamine deficiency can very easily be the reason why you're having impending continuous problems with halitosis, as well as unhealthy conditions in the teeth. So think about this. Where are you getting your thiamine? So just very quickly, dried beans, brown rice, peanut butter, peas, rice bran, non-GMO soybeans, wheat germ, whole grains, asparagus, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, oatmeal, plums, prunes, raisins are very, very naturally high sources for thymine. That's right. So for those of you who have my book, Vitamins and Minerals from A to Z with Ethnoconsciousness, you can find that information on page 57. Now, also, the minerals and vitamins noted in my book are strategic and very, very important for melanin. You see so many individuals now, they're getting all kinds of spots and splashes on their body. There are many reasons why, but one of the things I'm very concerned about is that the basic vitamins that are necessary for proper melanin metabolism. Nobody ever talks about melanin metabolism. It is the primary source of metabolism in the body from the extent that it modulates even beyond the thyroid all of the systems in the body, including the digestive tract. So you need thiamine for melanin metabolism also. It's an important component of the melanin biopolymer. So I'll be right back and let's talk more about balancing your brain. I'll be right back. Let's change the world together. Let's bring greater peace, intelligence, and spiritual connection to our lives. All this and much more can be yours by enrolling in Dr. Jewel's Balancing Program. In as little as 15 minutes a day, you can enjoy the physiological effects equal to 8 hours of meditation. For more information and to sign up for my revolutionary mind-enhancing brain balancing program, please visit drjewelsbalancingprogram.com. I love the balancing program. It is one of the most incredible things ever experienced on planet Earth. We continuously have stellar importance of sacred geometry planted all over this planet. We have them in the Grand Canyon here in the United States, obviously in Egypt, obviously throughout Mexico, obviously throughout South America, all throughout China. Amazing. We have actual pyramids or what they call mounds here, very powerful ones, here in Georgia even. Why are they important? Well, I interpret this as a reminder, a reminder of what it requires for us as human beings, the highest evolved organism on planet Earth, to be all we can be. Yeah, when you look at the mathematics and you look at the sacred geometry associated with building a pyramid, the mathematics associated with it, they're great reminders all over the planet. 
wherever we may be, as to what is the basic building blocks and solutions for everything. And it was just incredible to finally rediscover because this was known thousands and thousands of years ago. That's why civilization was so astutely, incredibly intelligent because they understood what the exposure to sacred geometry would do at all levels, not just as exterior or environmental design, but also as a tool for treating imbalances in the physical body as well as advancing the growth and evolution of biological living tissue. So my colleagues are finally catching up a little bit and they talk about things known as neuroplasticity, and they talk about the relationship between spatial conformation relative to gene activity and inactivity, as well as to the conformation of cells as they are going through a particular biological process. But they're not really getting it. Simply said, every cell has a geometric Standard. So just like we may talk about women who have measurements of 36, 24, 36, or men that, you know, I don't know how they measure the shoulder width, but have small waist and, you know, intermediate hip size, et cetera, that they're 6 feet 1 or 6 feet 2 or whatever. What they're doing is describing geometric conformation, whether it's on a straight line, whether it's a curve, whether it's a curve and a straight line, etc. Please pay attention. And from these geometric conformational dimensions, we can determine what that mass of light is in space. Everything is energy. Everything is energy in mass as we want to refer to it as something that's solid. And when we are able to define and describe and label what that energy field is that is solid in space, we then can identify it as an object and have an ongoing relationship with it if we choose. Well, this is the same architecture for every cell in our body. Every cell in our body has a standard conformation or geometric identity. And as a particular cell goes through a specific biological process, it will change that geometric structure to fit and accentuate and to complement the activities in the cell that are needed for a particular function to be completed. Once that function is completed, the cell will then return to its standard geometric conformation. It's no different than a person who's standing still. We can see what their geometric conformation is. And then once they uh, move into motion, whether that's skipping, walking, hopping, whatever, the conformation, the geometry, the shape changes. And then once they come back to what we call an arresting state, they return then to their standard geometric conformation. Now, I'm taking the time to explain this to you in this manner because I want you to understand that the most important organ that allows you to be aware that you exist, 
and that you are animating a physical body is your brain, the mainframe computer of your body, your avatar. What have you done today to ensure that the cells of your brain, known as neurons, are remembering and are aligning at rest with their standard geometrical conformation? What have you done? And so we talk about now the importance that we've got to exercise and, oh, we have to eat better. And now people are talking about proper hydration and they're talking about proper rest. Well, that's wonderful. But what are you doing for the cells that collectively form your mainframe computer to make sure that with all the things they have to deal with, from shopping and from, you know, intense equations, from just having to just drive a car or just cook or enter into financial negotiations, et cetera, taking care of others causes the neurons, the cells of your brain to have to change their shape continuously to accommodate themselves to make the proper neuropeptides and neurotransmitters so that the body can be told moment to moment what it should be doing based on what you have designated as the proper action you want your body to execute at the moment. Now, I want you to listen to this cascade of events, and that description that I just gave you is still very simplified. But this is how your brain functions to accommodate you as a conscious field of energy to be able to explore and to exist and to experience what life is like when you're interacting with other masses of energy in the form of mass. So when you pick up a cup, oh, my goodness, you should see all the things that have to happen for your hand to reach out and pick up a cup. And just in the brain alone, it's amazing. Those cells are constantly changing shape etc. The chemistry is changing, electrical currents are flowing, all kinds of things are happening. It's amazing. And with the cell of the brain having to do this over and over and over again in so many different directions, and oh my goodness, if you're stressed out, oh, what those cells have to go through is amazing. When do you remind them of what their template is? What is the standard confirmation that those cells have to return to every day to remain healthy? Well, that's what the balancing program does. It exposes the neurons of your brain to their standard confirmation. And it does so for a designated period of time so that each cell gets it and gets a chance to respond to, to remember, and to reflect its own standard confirmation. That's great. And it's amazing because the geometry that we use is the standard shape of the cell when they're healthy, when they're at rest. We've been able to confirm that now through spec scan, MRI, et cetera, microscopic fluorescent techniques, and the cells like being reminded of their confirmation. It's like someone stroking you on the back. You like someone having move their hand up and down your back because it is a linear aspect of the body. And so when they do that in a straight line, it's very comforting. When they then move horizontally, 
is very comforting across the back because that also is part of the geometric conformation of the back where the ribs literally articulate from its connection to the spinal column laterally. So we are, again, reminded of the importance of geometry. Now, very quickly said, it's so important as you're going through this pole shift for you to make sure your neurons are in top-notch shape, that they remember how they're supposed to look, what shape they're supposed to be in when they come back from taking a bus ride with you or driving to work. They should remember how to snap back into their standard confirmation until they're given another activity to perform. The balancing program reassures the neurons of your brain what their confirmation is, which then allows the cells to immediately return to their normal standard functioning capabilities. And this is part of what we know is disease of the brain. When the neurons forget what shape they're supposed to be in, it's just that simple. There's an abnormal confirmation to cells that are perceived as depressed. When the person says, I'm depressed, and they've been depressed for a long period of time, the confirmation of the cell, and that can be restored. The same for many, many other neurologic disorders. Restore the cells, remind the cells of what their confirmation is. They will change their shape to conform to the image you're exposing them to. And then once that happens, you no longer have a disease state. You have a healthy cell. So take advantage of our special offer and nourish your brain cells. Remind them of their standard geometric confirmation so that after they do all these incredible things for you, so that your avatar is able to complete the task you assign it, your brain is not exhausted, your memory is fine, your body feels great, because the neurons of the brain have been reminded twice a day what their standard healthy shape and size is. Amazing. So I'll be right back in just a minute to talk about the universal principle today. I'll be right back. 100 years ago, it was not conceivable that we could control all forms of matter with our thoughts. Hi, I'm Dr. Jewel, and I know that sounds incredible, and together we can explore this and many more incredible scientific realities through my latest book, Straight from the Heart. It's an exciting outpouring of information that you will read and explore over and over again. Get your paperback or ebook copy of Straight from the Heart today at www.thejewelnetwork.net. If you're just tuning in, make sure you go to www.thejewelnetwork.net and join us where you can then have access to this archive along with many, many other shows for you to listen to at will. We are so excited about the fact that every show that I do, every show that the Jewel Network offers is available to you at Libidum. 
for you to extract, absorb, to contemplate the information, the concepts, the ideas that we share with you for your present and future advancement. We're about the present and the future for you. And so, therefore, you've got to keep the brain up to date and you've got to keep the the brain focused upon a future event that you would like to experience. Present future is where we're moving to now and you want to associate yourself with all resources of knowledge that are presenting you with accurate, up-to-date information and with future options and potential. This is what drives the life force forward to the body. This is also a very important key for creating reality. Now, so simple but so obvious, a universal principle that you've got to come to grips with. And this is associated and very poignant with all of the topics I've shared with you today. And that is the universal law of energy. Energy it is the basic component of the universe. Everything, regardless of whether you see it as material or not, whether it's material or unmaterialized, is energy. You are constantly dealing with fields of these energies. You yourself are an energy field full of knowledge and all kinds of incredible capabilities. And you have animated an avatar known as your physical body that you are experiencing the world of mass compressed energy known as your reality. A chair, a steel beam, a house, a tree, all of these forms of matter are nothing more than energy fields containing incredible knowledge and potential. Yes, steel has incredible knowledge and incredible potential. Look at how many things steel literally is the building block of in this physical world. The tree, incredible potential, which means it has knowledge. An incredible field of energy. Look at all the things that it's become, the floor under your feet, the house, beautiful frames for wonderful artwork on the walls, the structural components for the furniture that you sit on, the pencil that you may be writing with. All of this is energy. And when these fields of energy come in contact with other fields of energy in the form of thought, these fields of energy change their shape and form to accommodate the thought form. Isn't that amazing? You see a tree in its natural state, but when it comes in contact with your thought form, you see the tree as a chair, or you see it as firewood, or you see it as your house, or you see it as your front porch, or you see it as the fabulous paper that you're going to write an incredible treatise upon. When these forms of matter come in contact with fields of thought, 
They change shape and they change their function. What we find so interesting, though, in humans is that because they're not familiar with the fact that they are energy, they're not familiar and they don't remember that they, too, are a field of energy, that many times, because of this lack of information, when they come in contact with other forms of energy, they literally begin to have problems. Why? Because they resist the flow of energy when they come in contact with another energy field that is a materialized form of matter because of their perception of the object. They're not seeing it for what it is, which is the field of energy that obviously is emulating and exhibiting a particular thought and process. So whether that's another person walking, another person talking, an individual just perhaps just standing there. And we see this happen all the time. Another person encounters this field of energy, and you can see the expressions on the avatar of their avatar that they don't like the person or that they think there's something wrong with the person or the conversation isn't right, et cetera. That's never the case. It's just energy and individuals who have learned to accept everything for what it truly is, energy, and is very clear about their relationship with themselves and all other forms of energy never have a problem with anyone or anything. It's amazing. They can interact with any energy form and come out an enlightened person. can tell you that was a wonderful experience. That's why they can go to the heights of mountains and to the deepest areas in the Amazon. And, yes, there's insects there, and it's terribly warm, and it's terribly hot, and, yes, it's very cold. And, and they can tell you it's the best thing that ever happened to them because they recognize that they're interacting with another energy field. And as long as they don't offer any resistance, no judgments, no criticisms, they are there to be and to have the experience. They always come out wiser and a greater master of self. So we're having a lot of resistance going on now in many people's avatars, and their avatars are really getting beat down with the disease, with hunger, with violence, with neglect, all kinds of malfunctions, disease, distortion in contour, structure, and function because they, as a conscious field of energy, have decided to resist the direction of flow of energy as it relates to the mass that they choose to interact with. Simply said, everything is energy, and the individuals who've learned this and accepted as such always are able to interact with any energy form and be masterful in doing such and are able to achieve greater knowledge of fabulous experience and most of all mastery over self. 
That's what the brain is about. The brain is a database that allows us to be able to interact with the consciousness of other forms of matter for a designated reason. That's why focus is so important, to have a reason and intent. And when the brain is given that kind of information, it will do all kinds of things for you and your avatar will conform. But when we're just out in the world not recognizing what we're in, a massive energy field, and this energy field is constantly changing and conforming to the unlimited geometric structures available in this dimension, not having this information and most of all not having a focus and an intent, we don't know how to interact. So, again, we fall into the lower circle of the brain, known as the reactive or reptilian brain, and we automatically go into a fight-and-flight mechanism. That just is just unhealthy. It's not healthy. You are a mass of energy with unlimited capabilities, et cetera, as every other form of energy or mass on this planet. Learn how to go with the flow. That's what the brain is for. But let it teach you. Because most of all, you've got to give it data and information, and it'll process it for you. It's wonderful to be back. This is a fabulous day. It's the beginning of a wave spell. Enjoy yourself. White magnetic mirror. And please stay tuned to see our Humanity for Hygiene show on Wednesdays on back. Thursdays, Music for the Mind of a Scientist. And then Friday is the best of Dr. Jewel. So I look forward to seeing you. Those of you in the Atlantic area, pay attention. I definitely want to talk about Ebola with you. You need definite information about Ebola, and it should go out to the masses in general. And most of all, remind your brain of the size and the shape that it should be by balancing the brain. Apply sacred geometry to the brain every day, appropriate geometry, and watch and see what your brain will show you that can do. Take advantage of our specials. You get the higher level for the basic program. Go for it. I love you very much. I'll be back next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the best of TJN Science and Technology interviews. Join us here every Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Jewel Network, where you're invited to join us to listen to select researchers and scientists share their rarely discussed rediscoveries in science and technologies. For our complete broadcast schedule, additional information, and to purchase products, please visit our website at thejewelnetwork.com or follow us on Facebook at The Jewel Network. Thank you. This broadcast is under full copyright and trademark protection owned by the House of Jewels. This broadcast in its entirety nor any part of this broadcast can be reproduced, copied, transcribed, placed in podcast format, placed into MP3 format, or suspended on any internet digital location without express permission from the House of Jewels, Washington State, USA. 
to reproduce or suspend this broadcast in any digital location other than the Jewel Network is prohibited and legal proceedings will follow accordingly.